Welcome to the Diligent Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life when we are diligent in our studies. And I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. As always, so thankful, so appreciative for this opportunity that is granted to me by the Scattered Abroad Network to discuss and to just talk about the Word of God. Of course, on this season for the Diligent Podcast, we have been discussing uh, that being diligent with the prophets. Again, that is the diligent with the prophets. And so last time we were together, we uh, spent some time in the book of Isaiah. We're going to begin with the book of Isaiah for this season. And we're also going to end this season with the book of Isaiah as well. Of course, when you begin looking at the prophets, we have what is oftenly uh, looked at as the major prophets and the minor prophets. And of course, that is not in any way uh, showing the significance of their work, uh, but really just the longevity, how long the book is. And that's pretty much how we uh, look at those two, the major and the minor prophets. And so today on this episode, I want to look at the book of Haggai with you. The book of Haggai. The book of Haggai is one of my uh, not just favorite prophets, but probably one of the favorite books in all of scripture. Uh, this short two-chapter uh, book, 15 verses in the first chapter and two, 23 verses in the second chapter. A really good book, a lot of good preaching in it. And certainly, I certainly hope we can take some lessons from the book of uh, Haggai today that will certainly help us and benefit us in our relationship with God. A couple of things when we are looking at the book of Haggai is the time frame. Of course, you know, when you look at the Bible, we have to be reminded that is not in what we would call chronological order. And so when you look at the book of Haggai or Haggai, it is part of the restoration period in our Bible. Now, that covers uh, 10 chapters in the book of Ezra, uh, 10 chapters in the book of Esther, and then 13 chapters in the book of Nehemiah with the three post-exilic prophets, that being Haggai, Zechariah, and of course, Malachi as well. And so when we look at Haggai chapter one, let's just read a couple verses and then we'll just go from there. Haggai chapter one, verse one, the Bible says, in the second year of Darius the king, in the sixth month and the first day of the month, came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet unto Zerubbabel the son of Sheatiah, governor of Judah, and to Joshua, the son of Joshua, that the high priest saint. So from verse one alone, we can tell and we can know where we are in history. Verse two says, thus speak of the Lord of hosts, saying, this people say the time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Verse three, then came the word of the Lord by Haggai the prophet, saying, is the time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses, and this house lie Way. So one of the key things that we see from uh, these first four verses in the book of Haggai is Haggai is rebuking them for their sin. Now, it's so interesting because here you have God's people and they are enjoying um, their uh, they are enjoying life. In verse number four, Haggai says uh, they are living in their sealed and their illustrious houses more or less. And Haggai was not condemning them for the houses they were living in, which I know today a lot of people like to say, well, Haggai was just condemning them because they were living in these great and monumental houses. That's not the case at all. Haggai was condemning them. He was, he was rebuking them for their sin 
because their houses, their families, their lives, everything they wanted to do was going pretty well. And then you have the house of God. You have the uh, temple. You have uh, that which was supposed to be holy and sacred to God. Here it is lying in ruins, is lying in waste. You find this little phrase in verse number one that's also often overlooked. And that phrase is, came the word of the Lord. Came the word of the Lord. You'll find that phrase over 26 times in the book of Haggai alone, which teaches us when the word of God is being preached, when uh, we're studying, when we're having uh, individual studies or studies with someone else, the word of God, it needs to be given attention. We need to be diligent in doing that so we can listen and we can hear what God's will is for our lives. It's not enough, friends, just to read the Bible and just uh, take a couple notes down of those notes that never come off the pages and makes its way into our heart. Are we really doing, are we really being beneficial to what God has asked us or what God has told us to do. So Haggai is rebuking them for sin. And that's one of the things the prophets often had to do. They were often deliverers of bad news. They often had to tell people, hey, you're not doing this right. You gotta go back this way. Hey, this is not what God said. You're gonna get in trouble if this happens so much that in many of these uh, prophets in the nations in which they're preaching to, many of these folks have already gone on to, gone into captivity or gone into uh, the problem uh, that they got themselves into. And so what you find is the prophets are encouraging these people to turn back to God, to do what they know is right so they can be pleasing and acceptable to God, which is really, really sad. It's really, really unfortunate, but we have to keep in mind that these people, uh, God had allowed them to come out of captivity. Now, when you look at the book of Haggai, it dates uh, some 16 years after they have come out of exile, after they've come out of captivity. They begin laying the foundation, they, be they begin laying the framework, and then they just stop. The work of God, it has to keep going. It can't just keep, it can't just get started and then just get to a place where it stops. It can't just be up to one person who is uh, preaching and teaching the word of God. It can't just be up to the elders or the deacons or the, or the four or five men or sisters who's doing everything. It has to be all our responsibility to do this. And so Haggai had to bring it to their attention. Haggai had to rebuke them for their sin. Haggai had to say, hey guys, this is not what God had allowed you to come out of captivity to do. Now it's time for us to get to work. Earlier in the restoration period in our Bible, if you will, we get over to Nehemiah chapter four, verse number five. And Nehemiah there says, the people, they had a mind to work. When we bring up work in our culture and in our society today, people look at us real funny. Because the world tells us, hey, man, if it's not given to you, don't listen to it. Hey, man, if it's not just uh, somehow uh, handed to you, hey, in high school, I was in ROTC. And in an illustration that was really, really uh, always funny and, and one that always stood out to me was our ROT instructor told us no one is going to come knocking on your door saying, hey, scholarship is here. You have to go out. You have to look for scholarships. You have to 
put in the work. You have to do what you have to do to get where you're trying to go. And so what Haggai does is Haggai just brings it to their attention. Hey, guys, in order for us to do what God has told us to do, I have to bring it up and it's time for us to get to work. In 2 Timothy 4, verse number 1, the Bible there says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Then he says, preach the word, caruso the word, be instant in season and out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. You always, always preach the word of God. Then he says the time will come where they will not endure sound doctrine, but they will heed to themselves teachers having ancient ears. They shall turn away their ears from the truth and they shall be turned unto fables. Watch now in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, make full proof of thy ministry. As gospel preachers today, maybe there's a preacher listening to this somewhere. As gospel preachers today, our job is to preach the word of God. That's what we do. That's who we are. And oftentimes we're going to preach sermons that are going to step on people's toes, that are going to make them uncomfortable, that are going to make them cringe and move in their seat because of their sin. We're not exposing sin to make people feel bad. It will just do that by itself. But we are exposing sin so people can change their lives and do what God has asked of them to do. And so when we look at work and when we look at what it is and what we have to do to be pleasing to God, brethren, we have to get to work. And so what Haggai does here is Haggai rebukes them for their sin. Notice verse two again, the Bible says, thus speak of the Lord of hosts saying, this people say, the people say this, the time is not come. The time that the Lord's house should be built is it's interesting because, again, 16 years had passed by and now the people are saying, well, hold up. It's, it's, it's not time for us to do this yet. And then in verse number four, the Bible says, Haggai says, well, I know what time it is. Is it time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses and this house lie waste? I've come to realize that. When we want to do something we want to do, we'll find the time to do it. That's really just how it is. I like to play golf. When I want to play golf, you know what I do? I find time to play golf. I like to play basketball. When I want to play basketball, you know what I do? I find time to play basketball. We always find time for the things we want to do. It always works that way. We can't allow our work in the kingdom of God to be hindered because of what we want to do. It's not about us. It's about the kingdom of God. Because the only reason we're able to do what we want to do is because of the strength, because of the abilities that God has given us to do those things. That's the only reason we're allowed to do those things is because God said, hey, I'm going to allow you to do this. The Bible says, they said, it's not time. And then Haggai said, well, is it time for you to build your sealed houses and the house of God lies in ruins, it lies in waste? If I could illustrate that, it would be a building lying in ruins. 
You have rocks, hundreds, thousands of rocks stacked on top of each other, waiting for someone to come clear it up, waiting for someone to come and build it. And they did not. They did not do anything. And Haggai had to bring it to their attention. I love the book of Haggai. And I hope those of us who are listening to this episode have a new appreciation for the book of Haggai because we're going to be studying this book onward for the uh, for probably another week or so. The book of Haggai is just uh, so encouraging and so beneficial to us and to our relationship with God. So I certainly appreciate you guys listening to this second episode. Don't want to give you too much too soon, but certainly appreciate you listening to this second episode of our season five here. Again, we're talking about being diligent with the prophets and uh, certainly appreciate uh, this opportunity, this platform that I have on the Scattered Abroad Network. Certainly, as always, appreciate all the great preachers on this network. Certainly would encourage all of you to go listen to their podcast and to just get to know them a little bit better through their personalities and through their uh, way in which they present the gospel of Jesus Christ as well. Certainly appreciate you tuning in to the Villager Podcast, where we make Bible study come to life. And I'm your host, Joshua Cantrell. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.